Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, but you may know me better as LDG. In today's episode, we'll be proving the very exciting match between New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, and Angel City FC. In this episode, we'll be looking over key players from both sides, the injury reports for both sides, how different variables will affect today's match, such as having no international players, and much more. Be sure to listen to this whole episode as it'll give you everything you need to know about today's matchup. Before we start talking about the key players of today's match, I'd like to talk about how you can support our podcast. You can follow us here on Apple Podcasts and on Instagram. To follow us on Apple Podcasts, simply click the three dots at the top right-hand corner of your screen and select follow. On Instagram, follow us at our at the Women's Soccer Podcast, with underscores in between each word. We really appreciate your support, and thanks so much for listening into this episode. Now, let's start with the key players. Okay, so some key players for each side in today's match may look a little different because of the international players being out, which we'll talk about later in our injury report section and in a few other sections. So for Angel City, without with missing some of their better players, um, such as Julie Ertz, Alyssa Thompson, and Allie Riley, they may look a little bit different on the field. So I tried to account for that. But there's still a few players who have so much talent and... I mean, everyone has a lot of talent, of course, but these are four players for each side that I think really shine out bright for me. Um, For Angel City, Claire Emsley is the Scottish winger, is someone who's always been incredible. Last year against Gotham FC, she scored an incredible left-footed strike from outside the box against our New Jersey side. She's just a player who's very dynamic, and I think she'll cause a lot of problems for Gotham's defense today, and her experience will be vital in ensuring Angel City getting those three points. Similarly, Savannah McCaskill in the middle of the field playing that center attacking midfield or 10 role will be so incredible to watch in person if you are going to this match and you'll be able to see how she impacts this match by her ball movement abilities and how she can get the ball all over the field and really create so many opportunities for Angel City that will be vital for them winning this match. Moving more towards the back of the field, Sarah Gordon, defender who's coming off of an ACL injury, but she's picked up exactly where she left off in 2021 before the ACL tear. She is very fast, and she's going to be pro- problematic for Gotham's defenders on long balls, which is, could potentially change how Gotham plays. Gordon will be essential for Angel City to beat Gotham's high press, and she'll be very incredible with the long passing abilities. Last but definitely not least, Angel City's star winger June Endo. Playing on the opposite side of Emsley, Endo brings that pace and technical crossing ability while being able to cut inside and finish the ball. She's a player you cannot take your eye off of as a defender, and she'll be very problematic for Gotham's defense today. Someone who can tear up a defender with one move, she's so great, and I think Angel City really needs to use her abilities today in order to ensure that they can get all three points. Switching over to the home side, Gotham FC will be missing six international players today, plus five players out of injury, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. But they still have some nice players. Looking towards the middle of the field, Jasmine Ryan is someone who I thought really stepped up last week against Chicago. She hasn't had the most seamless transition yet, but as that's very normal, you know, when you're changing squads, it's 
not all it's not always going to be Lynn Williams transition where she where someone makes an immediate effect Ryan however has slowly gotten better every single week which is what you love to see and she played great against the courage earlier this season and I think they've been playing her a little bit out of position in that winger role I would love to see her return to a midfield role in the center of the field after Purse comes came back from injury. When Ryan played there last week, she looked a lot more comfortable on the ball. She wasn't turning it over as much. Her dribbling and passing abilities are what won the Florence the championship game last season with two assists in that match. And she's someone who can bring that title experience to Gotham in today's game. Looking more towards the wing, Midge Purse or Margaret Purse has just been great since coming back from injury. Her dynamic dribbling abilities will stun Angel City's defenders and her ability to put in a great cross and also put in a great shot could definitely trouble Angel City keeper GD Heritage today. Purse has such a dynamic ability to beat defenders and take them on 1v1 which will be essential for Gotham if they like to win today's match. Um, third, another player who I think could really make an impact today is Jenna Nyswanger. She's someone who I'd love to see get higher up the field in a winger position where she played more of her college soccer um they should be playing her at a left back role but with Lynn Williams and Sinead Farley out Gotham's gonna need more attacking firepower and Nyswanger can provide that I think I'd love to see Nyswanger up the field her crossing abilities have been sublime in the last few matches and I think continually developing the Nyswanger up top will be crucial to Gotham becoming more versatile as a whole team. Last but definitely not least, how could I forget it? You can't forget about this player. Allie Krieger is so crucial for Gotham in the back, and if Gotham wants to win today, Krieger's got to play lockdown defense on Angel City's front line. With Gotham missing three starters due to injury and international break in O'Hara, Bruninha, and Edmonds, Krieger's going to be that one starter back there who's really out of show Angel City, why Gotham is higher up in the table because Krieger's physicality and and experience in the back of the field has just been evident this season. She's so good playing out of the back and also on the defensive side of things when the opposition is attacking her. She plays with a sense of calmness that is going to be needed with a younger back line today if Gotham wants any chance of winning. So those are a few key players I think for both sides if either of them. So now we're going to take a look at the injury report for both sides which is obviously looking very different which is a main reason why it compelled me to look over in this episode with so many players out on international duty. For Angel City, Simone Charlie, who tore her Achilles, will be out will be out today, as expected. Merritt Mathias with her knee injury and Kristen Press with her knee injury, her ACL, which she's still recovering from, will all be out today for Angel City. So those are two attackers who Angel City could de- certainly miss today. But with their attacking depth, I'm sure Angel City will still find a way to get the ball in the back of the net. Mathias has not appeared for Angel City yet, which may be a concern to some Angel City fans, as Mathias got acquired through that Tyler Lucy created trade who has been playing incredible with the courage so you know it's really stinks for Angel City that they lost a player who's doing so great for North Carolina and Mathias has still stayed on that injury report all year um accompanying those free players with international duty are Julie Ertz for Alyssa Thompson for the U.S. and Ali Gali for the hosts New Zealand so those players will be missing a lot of matches not too many in the regular season but they'll be out for today and they'll miss a lot of challenge cup games coming up 
Looking to the home side for Gotham, Amani Dorsey is still out of that excused absence. There hasn't been really any updates yet on when she's coming back. Hopefully that'll be soon. Sabrina Flores with her foot injury, which has kind of been an ongoing problem this year. Taylor Smith is out for 45 days with a thigh injury. That's been a kind of a problem for the last few years of Smith. She's been a little injury prone. Very great when on the field, but I'm hoping to see her back soon enough. Taylor... Taryn Torres, excuse me, tore her ACL in preseason, so obviously she will be out for today's match. And last but not least, Kristen Edmonds with her lower leg problem that kept her out of last week's match against Chicago will keep her on the injury report this week. Accompanying those injured players are the players on international duty, Bruninha for Brazil, Sinead Farley for Ireland, Ifioma Onomoni for Nigeria, and last but definitely not least, Christy Mewis, Kelly O'Hara, and Lynn Williams for the US of A. So, looking at this injury report, I'm very concerned for Gotham with 11 players out. I know that they've accompanied their players um, with a few more international placement players, who we'll talk about later, but having 11 players out versus six, that's obviously t- almost twice as many players out for Gotham, so that could be a concern in today's game. You know, with all the players being out on international duty, I would have wished that players like Edmonds, Dorsey, and Smith were there to, you know, give us some depth off the bench or even on the field starting. So I think for me, it's, I'm very concerned with how Gotham has so many players on their injury report. Um, this is a new segment I decided to add this week because of the loss of the international players, and this will affect both sides drastically. Starting with Angel City, they will lose Ertz in the middle of the field with their build-out play, which is a very big component of Angel City. They lose Thompson's finishing ability up front in the nine and Riley's experience in the back line. Angel City has had a younger back line this year um, with players like Mary Alice Vignale entering the starting lineup, which has, you know, caused Riley's role as a leader to be even larger than it was last year, um, which is why this side is going to really miss her in the, during the World Cup period. They do have Paige Nielsen, who will play that similar role and a few international placement players who can also occupy that role which we'll talk about a little bit later on but I think that those are three very important components of that Angel City side that they'll be losing unfortunately though for Gotham they'll be losing a lot more which can be troublesome they lose crucial players in every single line of the field such as superstar forward Lynn Williams and superstar midfielder Christy Mewis This doesn't only make their offense a little, you know, stagnant in comparison to what it was previously. It'll make their defense struggle to keep up with the front line of Angel City. Angel City boasts numerous attackers who we've talked about previously, such as Claire Emsley, June Endo, who have the ability to put the ball in the back of the net and with no Brunina, O'Hara, Edmonds today out specifically for injury purposes it really just burdens me especially with the defense you know being so great this year and that's been one of Gotham's strengths and now that they're losing a lot of that I think there could be a lot of problems today defensively which is worrisome for me as a Gotham fan who's being impartial in today's episode as you'll see based on my later predict we just talked about the players that are going to be missing but the NWSL is a mechanism called national team replacement players which allows the teams to sign players in short-term contracts to give them enough bodies to make up a full roster well a lot of the better players 
are gone. Not always the best players, but a lot of the better players on the side that, you know, play key roles in the starting lineup are gone, so they need to replace them. And so Angel City and Gotham has responded to this by signing two international placement players each. Angel City signed defend two defenders in Elizabeth Eddy and Kelsey Hill. Um, Gotham fans will recognize Eddie's name as she used to play for Gotham, which was formerly Sky Blue FC, for three seasons before she got traded to the Dash. She has experience playing fullback for multiple NWSL clubs, as well as teams abroad, which can give Angel City a versatile defender with experience who can come off the bench and get up the length flank. You know, she might be playing left mid. She might even be playing left wing. You know, she has the crossing abilities as a left back that allows her to be very versatile up the field, which Angel City will definitely benefit from today. Um, the other, also, Kelsey Hill played with the Angel City side in preseason, in their friendlies, and she's also starred for in college soccer for Pepperdine University. Well, now she has her chance, you know, to make an imprint on the NWSL, her first ever professional team in the regular season. Um, looking on the other side to Gotham FC, you could look at their two players, midfielder Taylor Otto and forward Sierra Sierra Hinson. Um, Otto has played in the NWSL before. She was a first-round draft pick for Louisville in 2021. She has played overseas for Celtic FC in Scotland. And today's match could be her return to American soccer. Um, by the way, a lot of this information I'm getting from the incredible Gotham writers at the local W, specifically Jenna Tonelli's article, because there's not Wikipedia pages for some of these players. So I, for the Gotham players, I'm looking at the local W website. Just wanted to give them some credit for some of this info. The info I just stated for Otto, and I'll be stating some info later about Hinson. Who, I'll cite them again, but just wanted to let you all know so you know where I'm getting my information from. And I give credit to the people who... <laughs> Found that information. Um, Otto, after looking at this information, I've kind of analyzed it and realized, you know, Otto's 5'10", and she is a similar playing style to Korniak, which could bring a tall physical dribbler and someone unique to Gotham that Gotham doesn't, you know, typically have on their roster right now. And that could be really nice for them to, you know, I don't necessarily want copycats of players who we already have in the team with international placement players. You want players who could, you know, potentially be a, make a, dif- be a difference maker after the international window. Our second player we signed was Sierra Hinson, a forward who played American college soccer at Texas University. She got drafted by the Utah Royals in 2020, but she headed overseas instead and has played a season in both the Icelandic League and the Australian League, as the local W stated. I personally, well, I wasn't too familiar for game, so I watched some of her highlights as I hadn't really, you know, seen her in the NWSL like I had with Otto. And I've seen that she can bring pace and finishing abilities, which Gotham doesn't really have. And she can finish with both feet, which is crucial. And this can be a big asset for Gotham's front line, not just during the World Cup, but after that. I could see Gotham trying to sign her on a permanent deal. She's a dynamic dribble who plays with confidence and has a similar playing style to Alyssa Thompson after watching her. I feel like some of her strengths and weaknesses are similar as well. Like, she's a very great player who, you know, maybe could be a little bit better physically, but she's good in front of goal. She had six goals and seven assists in 18 games in Australia, so that'll be really nice for Gotham to add those two players. Same with Angel City, to add these two international bison players that could make a massive impact on the team, not just during the World Cup, but after it as well.
this is just a quick little segment for people who are going to the match today. If you're not going to the match, you can just skip over this by using the timestamps in our description. But this is about match day info. So you can get to the game through the PATH station, which goes directly to the stadium. It's like a two-minute walk from the stadium. And you can go there from New York City by the World Trade Center, which you can get to through subway stops. Or you could drive to the stadium if you're a New Jersey resident. Um, there are parking lots near the stadium which you can easily park in the attendance of gotham is very you know it's not big in comparison to some sports but you know it's respectable attendance it's going to be a fun atmosphere today there might be a lot of angel city fans i honestly haven't seen anything about them coming but who knows you know sometimes there was a good amount of them last year there might be some this year you can buy tickets through ticketmaster by searching gotham fc or you can go to gothamfc.com that is your little quick review on your match day experience at red bull arena for a gotham fc match. in this section i'll be looking over the players available for each side and i'm crafting a lineup for each side again just as a reminder for people who have listened to this pre these preview episodes or for people who have not these are my preferred lineups for each side. This is not what I think each coach would do. I mean, I have not seen the coaches and what they've been footage they've been looking at and what statistics they've been putting into place. This is just me as a fan of the league after watching matches. This is who I think they should play based on the players available. Starting with the home side, I think going from left to right, they should play a 4-3-3 holding formation with Abby Smith and Nett. Again, going left to right on defense, Ellie Jean, Mandy Freeman, Ali Krieger, Neely Martin in the middle of the pitch. Ali Long is the center defensive midfielder with Ryan and Zerboni slightly above her. Up top, Jenna Neiswanger at left winger, Delaney Sheehan at striker, Midge Purse at right winger. Um, Neiswanger, again, has played that left winger position in college, which is why I have her up here now. This is a great opportunity to give her a chance at up top with Williams gone. They're going to need some more attacking firepower, and Neiswanger can provide that. Going to the away side for Angel City, they will also be playing a 4-3-3 holding formation in my system with Dee Dee Harish and Nett, followed by M.A. Mary Alice Vignola, Megan Reed, Sarah Gordon, and Paige Nielsen by going left to right. In the middle of the field, I have Amandine Henri playing central defensive midfielder. She was signed by Angel City in the beginning of June. She has not made her debut yet. If she is available for selection, I have her playing there. If not, I have Danny Weatherholt playing in the six, with along with Savannah McCaskill and Lebion playing more attacking midfield roles. Lastly, up top, I have June Endo on the left, Sydney Lurette up to, at top as the striker, and Claire Emsley on the right. Out of these sides, I think that, you know, these lineups are the best that they can put out, excuse me, with all the international players being away, and I think, yeah, these are the two lineups that I would do if I was the coaches of these two sides going into today's match. A soccer match always comes down to a few key things, and every side needs to complete these tasks in order to win. For Angel City, they need to keep the ball and have possession. Gotham has a really good center back duo in Edmonds and Krieger, which won't be playing today. But I think that they need to dominate possession Angel City in order to win this match because Gotham is very good with possession. We've had the majority of possession in most of our matches, which is why Angel City needs to be dominant today on the ball, not allow Gotham to get any chances, which leads me into my second point. They need to beat Gotham's high press because Gotham's going to play high press with no Lynn Williams. The press might be a little bit weaker, but with Mitch, with Margaret Purse coming back from injury, 
the, it'll be reignited with some more firepower up top. So that means that Angel City is going to really focus on keeping possession while not making silly turnovers that leave to goals. Last but not least, they need to use their pace and run it back line. Gotham's back line, you know, play direct. Angel City is a very pacey team with a lot of great players such as Endo and Emsley up top who really can dribble at edge of the other team. They got to do that today in order to beat Gotham because Gotham's back line is slower today. Then it's pretty slow. It's not the quickest back line in the NWSL, but it gets the job done. Angel City's pace. So if I'm Endo, I want to be running at Freeman. I want to be running at, you know, Krajine, Martin, I want to be running at those players that, you know, maybe don't usually start for Gotham because they don't have that chemistry in the back line together. And now moving on to Gotham, Gotham needs to get some offensive turnovers. Like, we need to steal the ball from Angel City. We need to create chaos for Angel City through that high press. And that high press, maintaining that throughout the whole game, is so essential. Those are kind of two points together. But you got to maintain that high press for 90 minutes, get turnovers at the field, which will create easy goal opportunities to get Gotham the three points. Last but not least, with Purse returning to the field today, they need to get her into 1v1 positions. Purse is one of the most dynamic forwards in NWSL. She's so good on dribbling, which we saw evidently last week, and she's got to do that again today, and you got to get her into those positions where you can assist her in allowing Gotham to be successful on the flanks. Midfielders like Ryan and Cervoni Long should be looking for Purse all match long, trying to find her in positions where she could attack Angel City left back Mary Al- Alice Vignola as Vignola constantly goes up the field person needs to take advantage of that and run at that back line cause havoc for Angel City to win this game today for Gotham FC last but not least we have two more sections what this game means for both sides Angel City needs a win their team has been kind of eh this season definitely underperforming I had them finishing bottom four. I did not have them finishing this badly. A lot of people actually had them as a playoff contender. I didn't really think that from Angel City. I had them being bottom four, but they've still kind of done even worse than I would have expected, and I was one of the more doubtful people of this side. They have kind of had a few injury crises with players like Press, Matthias not appearing once this season. A win in this match could be a turning point for Angel City towards a better season. You know, bringing a brighter spot for the side for when they regain those best those players, and they could you know really build on something for next season where they could be title contenders. For Gotham, this is a very big game. You know, other top sides have lost this weekend, like Portland Thorns, Washington Spirit, Oil Rain Tide. There's been a lot of havoc in these NWSL matches this weekend with the players going away for the World Cup. It's very unpredictable. There's been a lot of top sides losing, which means for Gotham, winning this match is even more quintessential because they can use that to their advantage, close the gap on first place, and move higher up the field, in higher up the standings, excuse me, and the field of play in comparison to other teams. As I mentioned earlier, Gotham returned, watched the return of Purse last weekend, and this could be a big game for Purse to lead Gotham to victory after missing more than two months of injury. You know, she did so good at the beginning of the year, and a win today could really move them towards a home playoff game. So that is why I think those purse can be so big today for Gotham and why this game is so meaningful for both sides. Last but definitely not least are predictions. I'm going to go with Angel City 3, Gotham FC 2. 
I know, I know. I'm gonna get all my Gotham. Oh, all my Gotham fans are gonna hate me for saying this, but I have to be. You know, I am a Gotham fan. I'm rooting for them today. But in fairness of being impartial, Angel City has a lot more firepower up top with players like Endo. Emsley, LaRue, and I just don't see a way that Gotham prevents them from getting at least two goals, if not three. I think Gotham's offense could do good today, you know, if Purse coming back, but I don't think it's going to be enough for Gotham to get the win today, unfortunately. So, again, my prediction, Angel City 3, Gotham FC. Hope Gotham proves me wrong. Don't get don't get me wrong. I hope that Gotham proves this prediction to be wrong, but my heart is saying that it's going to be free to Angel City. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Instagram. We talked about how you can do that earlier in the episode or you could look in our description because there's a link right to our Instagram to follow us there. Thanks so much for your support. Enjoy today's match and peace out from your host, LDG.